0: So we've talked Cardinal baseball, we've talked blues hockey, let's talk a little Pro Football Hall of Fame. We head right now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and Martin Kilcoyne, the sports director at Fox 2, sat down with our friend Dick Vermeule, who's going to be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this August. There's a great piece that's going to run May 11th, and Martin joins us now to discuss it. Good morning, Martin. How are you doing?
2: I'm good, Michelle. Shaggy. Jeremy's old nickname. Back in the day, he was Shaggy. Is this the Blues pregame? Are we underway right now on yeah. 101? <laughs>
0: Essentially, yes. It's going to be a pregame all day, Martin.
2: <laughs> okay, I will break down Minnesota's fourth line in just a couple of minutes. But first, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's, it's a story that I would say is years in the making because Dick Vermeil, when he was the Rams coach, which is a long time ago, but every summer he'd say, all right, I, I got to take a break. I'm going to shut it down. He would say, Carol and I are going back to the ranch. That's his wife, Carol Vermeel. And he would always say, I'm going to the woods of Pennsylvania, coaching the Chiefs. Same thing. For 40 years, his home base, even though he's from Napa Valley, has been this log cabin that he helped build in the woods of Pennsylvania. So during the pandemic, he was on one of the shows. And I said, well, what are you, what are you doing right now? How do you, and he's like, oh, I ride around on the tractor. So he sent us some pictures. and So we'd always talked about going to do it. And now that he's going into the Hall of Fame this summer, there's a lot more nostalgia and Last week went to it's about an hour outside of Philly, and it's a really cool setting. Obviously, tucked in the woods, there's deer everywhere. He's got his tractor, and he's got a massive amount of memorabilia. And as a coach, most of them are. But he was really meticulous. And in his basement, he has a corner. He'll walk us around and say, "Now this is my Rams corner over here," <laughs> and every and every cool Sports Illustrated cover with Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, perfectly framed every headline from the post-dispatch you remember them shag yep. and then over in this corner he would say that's my chief's corner and there's trent green on the cover of sports illustrated He'd, here's my eagles corner he just got this incredible collection but most of the stories about his life now that he's going in the hall of fame and this connection he's always had to his players he's probably coached thousands of players and he remains like best friends with almost every one of them
0: that's amazing, Martin. I can't wait to see it. I want to see the visual of you walking through and seeing all of the memorabilia there. Martin Kilcoin of Fox 2 joining us here on 101 ESPN talking about Dick Vermeil going to going into the NFL Hall of Fame this summer. Martin has a great piece that's going to run on May 11th on Fox 2 about Dick Vermeil. And Martin, we've spoken to DV a lot on this show. And as you mentioned, he is close with so many of his players. He's such a competitive guy. He obviously has had a lot of success, which is why he's getting enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But for someone who's had all of that success he's such a caring and humble guy what's his mindset as he heads into this all important day coming up in august
2: yeah i would say he's stressed and that's because to your point he was friends with everyone i mean he was friends with the janitor the computer guy the the photographer everybody and so now he said he actually told the folks in camp he said this is really an impossible task because he said, I'm representing the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Rams, and I have friends with every organization. He said, so it's not my speech is the same as the other guys. My invite list is the same as I'm representing all these different teams. So I think he is honestly stressed about offending anybody that he may have forgotten along the way because he's friends with so many. But at the same time, I think he is a little nostalgic about the career. You know, he walked away from the Eagles. He was a really young guy and was burnt out. Famously, you know, went into broadcasting for 14 years till Georgia Frontier talked him back into football. And if he doesn't come to St. Louis and take over the Rams, subsequently win a Super Bowl, he's not in the Hall of Fame. So he's grateful to St. Louis and to the Rams for getting him back in the game. And he's heard from all kinds of folks. Of course, he said Mario Andretti called him on the phone, <laughs> and and Vermeil's got a racing background. His dad was a great race car driver. He and Mario know each other. Piece of mail. Peyton Manning sent him a handwritten note to congratulate him, and they really had no connection. They never played and coached with each other. So he's heard from a ton of folks, and I think it's going to be a great celebration. You know, Marshall Falk is not the warmest and fuzziest guy, and he said to me, he goes, man, they're going to need a whole special day just for coach because he knows so many damn people. It's true. (laughs) It's like, how can they they squeeze in the Vermil corner there? And I know he took a long time off coaching, but one thing he points to he said, I'm the only coach who was with three different teams and never got fired. He said, usually you've been to three teams, you've been fired a couple times, and it's a great point. He always left on his own.
1: Martin, this is a reporter's dream, working on a story like this that'll come out on May 11th, as Michelle said, because I picture you <laughs> at Dick Vermeil's house, walking around with a glass of wine as you're asking him these <laughs> questions.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I wish. We ended up spending the daytime together, and you're right, it's nice to have a little bit of time to let something breathe. So next Wednesday, I'm going to guess it's in the 9 o'clock hour. I'm not positive I should know, but you think at this point I would know. But, yeah, you're right. When you get a story that you can kind of spend some time, you're not – because most of the time, and Michelle knows this, you run in, locker room, you get a quick interview, like, hey, thanks, and then you run back to the station, you put it on the air, then do the same thing the next day. It's pretty rare you get to do the in-depth sit-down and visit. I think the hardest thing is, you know, to edit it down. And I wanted to include Carol. They've been married since 1956. And he calls her the best assistant coach he's ever had. He mm. said, she knew all my players. They would call her if they're having problems at home. And, and so she's been a part of it. She did an interview with us. She rarely talks. And, and my, my line I've, I've re- repeated a few times is that I said to her, you were a senior in high school. He was a sophomore. And they were growing up in Napa Valley. I said, how did you meet? And I said, because you're older. And she said, I thought he was cute. So I asked him out. <laughs> and that was in the early 50s and they've been together ever since. Just a fantastic set of people. And it doesn't matter who you talk to, because I did text with Tori and Isaac and Trent Green after, and they're like, awesome, thanks for doing it, so happy for Coach. I mean, people are genuinely moved by this honor for him, and you can debate wins and losses and qualifications, but I think as a person, people are just over the moon about him getting in, and what it represents for a lot of other people
1: so we've seen his coaching career obviously brings a Super Bowl to St. Louis and heard him on the interviews over the years on 101 ESPN you know Randy does a great job interviewing him, but what did you see or hear was there a moment was there a scene during the interviews with him at his home that really sticks out to you what what about Dick Vermeil that we don't know did you see behind the scenes
2: and I asked him about leadership because everybody says he's the best leader, and we talked about like where he learned that. He always points to his dad, who ran a uh, auto body shop, for lack of a better term, in, in Napa Valley when they were growing up, Calistoga, California, Like in terms of work ethic approach. But I think I asked about St. Louis and the memories, and he said what I remember is that parade. And all those players talk about the parade. Yes, they won the Super Bowl, and it was kind of stupid on our part. Of course, we, we had it the next day. I didn't make it back from Atlanta. I missed it. Well, we should have waited a few days but he said what i remember he said we're on those Clydesdale, those big horses and mm-hmm. carol and i look out and he said the people i'm looking at he said there's a woman in a fur coat and the person next to her might have been homeless he said the different people the, from socioeconomic backgrounds were all together he said that's what made him feel so good that a city could you know rally like that and i think similarly you know we saw that with the blues when the whole city for the most part you know turns out and the parallel there, I even texted Berube about this. You think about it, Vermeil coached in Philly, still lives in Pennsylvania, in 99, brings home the title. Chief, still lives in Pennsylvania, coached in Philly, and brought home the title. And uh, Berube said, he goes, I've never met him. And I said, I'm going to get Mike Caruso, uh, executive to the Stars, to uh, bring Vermeil in for a puck drop next year, because I think those two would hit it off. And it is funny how those – Philly guys ended up bringing titles to St. Louis.
0: I never thought about those parallels, Martin. That's outstanding. Well, we're so looking forward to the piece. Again, it's running on Fox 2, May 11th. Be sure to set a reminder because you don't want to miss this conversation with Dick Vermeil and Martin Kilcoin ahead of Dick Vermeil getting enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Martin, thanks so much for sharing a little bit about your visit with DV, and we look forward to seeing the piece.
2: Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Shag, good to talk to you. We'll see you at the rank. And as Randy Character would say, thank you, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Randy Character impression. That's Martin Kilcoyne, sports director over at Fox 2 here on 101 ESPN.
1: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.